0: You guys, this is going to be a mess today. (laughs) It's going to be a really fun mess. (laughs) Bear with us. Bear with us. The pacing of this movie is downright chaotic. I know. There were times when I would go to take a note and the thing I was taking a note about had already, like, resolved itself. Yeah, no. (laughs) There's a lot going on. Oh, God. There's a lot going on. Kicking and streaming, where Daffy gets blasted. <laughs> I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And this week we are talking about the 2003 animation action adventure film Looney Tunes: Back in Action. Happy birthday month to me! Oh my god! It's only one more week. I know. Or well, two really, when you think about it. But don't worry. And then we get spooky. And then we get October Libras. <laughs> yup. Yeah. <laughs> so glad I'm a, such
1: a- <laughs> Oh, God.
0: Before we get started, don't forget, go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K I C K N S T R E A M. You can write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's with an AM, not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, please be practicing the three R's rate, review, retweet. Great review, retweet. Folks, we want everyone to come and join our little walk party on Twitter. Ross, tell them about the Patreon. Guys. I don't know if you knew this, but if you haven't gotten me a birthday present this month, I gotta tell you it's actually never been a better time to give us your money. Yeah. Because, you know, for just $5 a month, you can be a little onion contributor at the $5 level. Guys, you can get access to all of our bonus content over there. All of our long-form coverage, all of our television coverage, all of our bonus stuff, all of our little game shows we stack against one another. You know, we're doing, uh, we're doing, you know, a little shoot of shit. Well, we've been watching. All of that bonus content is sitting over there waiting for you right now. You just gotta click the link. Go ahead and do it. Do it right now. Do it right now. <laughs> we've covered topics from mad men to golden girls to hey arnold to spongebob yeah no we've we've done a lot over there it's actually mostly just us doing game shows but (laughs) no but like for five dollars you get it all at once you get two posts a month guys so you know tell your friends about it you know all right we gotta go. I, I, Carrie, I promise you this will be a lot faster than you're imagining right now. I so hope so. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, no. <laughs> happy birthday. I sat happily. For, oh, well, I didn't. <laughs> no, actually. you didn't. I, <laughs> you were not <laughs> I happy. Did not, did not sit happily for all your birthday months selected. <laughs> well, what I on Stranger Than Fiction where I was like, well, you know, this is this is a fave of yours, so I'm sitting here. <laughs> and this is a fave of yours, so I'm sitting here. I feel like that's gonna be more you next week than this week. <laughs> because like you love Looney Tunes, right? I like, do. It's just all the other
2: shit, right? It's all the other shit.
0: It's like uh, they're the best part, right? Always. As they should be. I-
1: The Looney Tunes are back on the big screen. We hug, we cry. So did you miss me?
2: Then all they have to do is travel
1: the world to find the blue monkey. What's a blue monkey? A very special diamond. The diamond has
2: supernatural powers. Now, if I were a giant diamond, where would I be? Not there. You know, this all sounds insane. Kids love it. I don't know the meaning of the word fear. Say you're fair, Here, now. A state of terror. We cannot let a boy, a girl, and a rabbit thwart our plans for global domination. What about the duck? Ah! Death never misses a cue. Card, sir. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me, friend, let Boy's about as sharp as a bowling ball. Where's your civility sack?
1: You want the varmints and what they come for? Modified
2: Chevrolet with a big 24 on the
1: side. Out of the way, fancy boy.
2: Coming through. A ah! help oh, here. What kind of sick jump is this? Ducks. Who has dynamite? Throw it out the window! It'll send the wrong message to children. (laughs) Brendan Fraser, Jenna Elfman,
1: Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck...
2: Welcome to my world.
1: And Steve Martin as the evil head of the Acme Corporation.
2: I know I'm hot. In the
1: biggest animated adventure ever to hit real life. Looney Tunes, back in action. It's
2: all yuck yucks and then bam,
1: wham, blam. Only in theaters November 14th.
0: Alright guys, this is the second uh, Looney Tunes feature film. The first one being Space Jam, which we covered... Last year? Two oh. years ago? It was two years ago yeah, at this wow, point. it was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, with Michael Jordan. Because, Carrie, what did we talk about during that coverage? How they were going to start making the whole, you know, Toonsverse or whatever. Yeah, like, a bunch of other, like, sports and genre movies where the Looney Tunes just insert themselves with famous actors and athletes. Mm-hmm. Like, there was going to be, I know there was going to be a race jam. With Jeff Gordon. With Jeff Gordon. Who is in this movie. He will come back. <laughs> they were also going to do spot. Spy Jam with Jackie Chan, I think. Okay. And that's basically what this movie is—is one long, uh, Spy Jam without Jackie Chan, though. Guys, it's Looney Tunes does every genre of film, (laughs) basically every major genre of film. Like, I just I love it. Like, it's kind—it's like a Road Two episode, you know? A little bit, a little bit, but just like much longer and. Way funnier. Um, (laughs) But yeah, guys, please welcome back to Looney Tunes. (laughs) They've been with us a couple of times, though, haven't they? They have. They were with us when we did... Space Jam, obviously, and they were also with us when we did Who Frame Roger Rabbit. Yeah, so we got a lot of repeat offenders here. But this is Warner Brothers, and while I love the creations of Warner Brothers, I don't love the Warner Brothers. Oh, I mean, hey. Little Jack Warner sat in the corner making, making the ever- actresses cry. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, um, Warner Brothers, I love, how about this? I love Warner Brothers feature animation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Joe Dante is our director today. He's done stuff like The Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not The Gremlins. Just Gremlins. I believe Joe does the live action direction. But Eric Goldberg's our uh, lead animator and is a co-director on the film. Mm. As you know, he's directing all of the air acting. He's replacing all of the air acting, of course. With the animation. It's who Roger Rabbit coded, you know, toons and humans living alongside what's one another, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, th- they're just existing in our world now. There's no more weird separation of worlds that have to be traveled to by virtue of a golf hole. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> a golf hole? I don't like how that came out. This w-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> This was written by Larry Doyle. He uh, used to write for National Lampoon. (laughs) Yeah. It makes sense. It does. It it does make sense. And guys, listen. (laughs) I think the movie's great. I think it's funny. I've loved it ever since childhood. (laughs) The movie lost 12 million (laughs) dollars. Ouch! Yeah, no. (laughs)
1: That's a lot.
0: It's a lot of money to lose. Especially especially on something as timeless as the Looney Tunes. And not to mention a movie that at every opportunity will poke fun at movie making. Exactly. Some of the fourth wall breaks in this movie are violent. Alright, folks, you might have guessed it, but we've got names. Oh boy. As uh Damian Drake Jr., DJ, uh-huh. we've got the one, the only, Brendan Fraser. Oh my god, can you believe we've not done a Brendan Fraser yet? Yes. Oh, really yes I can not George of the jungle or the mummy George George, George, George of, of the, the jungle. jungle wrong as he can be uh, you know Encino man school ties George of the jungle and of course he's Rick O'Connell from the mummy saga he's so tasty in those movies okay I don't, and I don't even know if I've seen any of them all the way through and then of course you know he kind of had he kind of had his moment last year with the whale and I get it the film's a little problematic but yeah I just love the love that Brendan Fraser got because it was, like, 20 years overdue, you know? Like, yeah, because he got blacklisted, and, you know, I'll, I'll post some stories about that. We don't have to go into it all right now. Oh, no, yeah, it's awful. We're just glad that Brendan is back and making movies again. I love Brendan. First. I missed him so He's much. He's so funny in this movie. And adorable. He does such a good job. He also voices the Tasmanian devil. Yeah! And the Tasmanian chi-devil. Like, he was so good at doing it. They're like, you know what? Man, you can just have that gig if you want Portraying Warner Brothers executive, vice president of comedy, Kate Houghton. Hate the way her name is spelled. <laughs> we have Jenna Elfman. Hi, Jenna. <laughs> Glad you're here. I could not think of another Jenna Elfman movie at all. Biggest claim is that she's Dharma from Dharma and Greg. Oh, on see Right. ABC. right. Yeah. That was a show I never watched. Uh, yeah, that's like Clifford's really big movie. Oh, okay. From 2008. 2000- <laughs> All the moms are like, oh look, Dharma's in it Oh, she's a regular on Fear of the Walking Dead Because we are—we didn't have enough Walking Dead <laughs> We needed more Where's my more Mad Men, AMC?
1: <laughs>
0: You're gonna give them more Walking Dead, but not more Mad Men? Fear of the Mad Men I ha- <laughs> Carrie, I have ideas I know you do Sad Men, Bad Men, Dad Men, Glad, glad Men <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sorry <laughs> Moving on Portraying the evil chairman of the Acme Corporation, we have the one, the only, the the disconcerting Steve Martin. He's been with us on the show before. He was with us when we covered... Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. uh, You know what I want to do? What? I want to do a simple twist of fate. How did I know that was going to be the movie you said? Because that is such a random movie for Steve Martin to be in. And he does a great job. He's like the straight man in that movie. It's a totally dramatic role. And I'm like, who is this? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he he just does a good job. You know, it also has my girl, Laura Linney, in it for five seconds but whatever <laughs> but you also know him from things like the jerk roxanne i mean i'll never get the cheaper by the dozen films out of my head oh lord and i'll never get obviously never get the dentist out of my head from little shop <laughs> and of course i'll never get his rendition of inspector Clouseau. The Pink Panther out of my head. I'm Bill Girl. Uh, I'm Bill Girl. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Portraying Dusty Tails. (laughs) Woohoo. Las Vegas nightclub extraordinaire. (laughs) Woohoo. We have Heather fucking Locklear. Welcome her to kicking and streaming. She's Amanda Woodward from Melrose Place, which I'm assuming is a soap opera. Yes. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, Okay, gotcha. (laughs) A little before your time. Yeah, no. Oh, And my time, frankly. And Dynasty. She's Sammy Jo Carrington on Dynasty. (laughs) Dynasty, Dynasty. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, she was on the Tommy Lee Show for seven years. She's a complete smoke show. Oh, TJ Hooker. She's here for five minutes. I I love her, though. She's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) She's so hot in this movie. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the fits. Portraying Damian Drake Sr. Spy Actor is a cover for being an actual spy (laughs) We have Timothy Dalton Which is a joke unto itself. Because Timothy Dalton is who, Carrie? James friggin' Bond! He's one of the iterations of James Bond. It's like the Doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Doctor Who, you know, they they regenerate every so often. I do believe he is the one who has played Bond the fewest amount of times. Uh, Living Daylights and uh, License to Kill. Yeah, just those two. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, George and Sean and Craig, they all got multiple bites at the apple. You know, Craig is Daniel Craig from Quantum Solace. It's solace. Not this argument again. It's it's pronounced solace. I'm sure it is, but I feel like I've never heard anybody pronounce it that way. I always hear quantum solace. Okay. <laughs> I understand that that might be incorrect. We don't have time for this. You're right. He's, sorry. He's Peter Townsend in the fifth iteration of The Crown. Iteration. The fifth season. Shut the fuck up, Ross. <laughs> he's also, um, he's Rhett Butler in Scarlet. Ooh. You know, the sequel to, yeah. Yikes. And um, how could we not mention the fact that he is King... Philip II of France in *The Lion in Winter*. Mm, Mmm, he's so young and yummy. Oh, he's in Cromwell with Richard Harris. (laughs) Ooh, Ooh, we're learning things. I love that he's also Rassilon from Doctor Who. (laughs) Yup. So you know, (laughs) he's also in *Penny Dreadful*. I love that. We've got some wacky other names all through here. (laughs) We got a voice cast to get to as well, but as far as live action goes. It's just the way that Ron Perlman is one of the Acme VPs. It took me entirely too long to actually see him. It took you. It took a me. It took <laughs> me very long to notice Ron Perlman. He's Hellboy, isn't he? He's Hellboy, and he's on uh, Sons of Anarchy, which I know that's coming. <laughs> what? Not Sons of Anarchy, but Hellboy. Hellboy. I know. Hellboy. Those are good movies. You're gonna push Hellboy on me in the next year. I can feel it. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love those movies. Um. Also, Paula Abdul is here as her. Herself. She is. Jeff Gordon is here as her as herself. Sorry. <laughs> you bombed your head on the mic. Jeff Gordon is here as himself. Paula Abdul is here as herself. Although I can't remember. I can't even remember where she shows up. Um, Michael Jordan is here, copy pasted from <laughs> Space Jam. Yes. Quite literally copy pasted. <laughs> So, famous WB voices as Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny, Sylvester, Beaky Buzzard, and Mama Bear, we have Joel Alasky. Mm -hmm. As Foghorn, Leghorn, Yosemite Sam, and Nasty Canasta, we have Jeff Bennett. As Elmer (laughs) Fudd and Peter Lorre. We have Billy West. Yes, we do. You love Billy West (laughs) of Futurama Notoriety. We were just watching Futurama Upstairs. Eric Goldberg voices Marvin the Martian, Speedy Gonzalez, and Tweety. Uh, We've got Bruce Lanoil as Pepe Le Pew. We've got June Ferre as Granny. She's been with us several times. Has she? Yeah. Space Jam and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm sorry. I guess she, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And it's been a couple of other times, too, in animated features. Bob Bergen as Porky Pig. Always Bob. The original Shaggy Rogers, Casey Kasem, along with Matthew Lillard. (laughs) I can't wait to talk about that. (laughs) That's so random. Frank Welker is Scooby-Doo, guys. Always. He was with us when we did Cats Don't Dance. (laughs) Frank's great with the animal noises. And the page master. Uh It's definitely Frank Welker. A lot of Frank Welker this year. I like that. And guys, we've got plenty of other faces here to share along the way. I have to start this content. (laughs) Because this is a mess. I swear to God, Ross, you're gonna you're really gonna have to hold my hand through this plot because it's okay. chaotic. Alright, alright. We start an animation. It's definitely rabbit season. Oh yeah. <laughs> all of those fucking signs. <laughs> and it's the famous gag, right? Elmer Fudd is out hunting rabbits. <laughs> and he's looking for bugs. But he doesn't happen across bugs, does he? He happens across. Daffy Duck, which starts another famous bit where Bugs and Daffy are arguing about whether or not it's rabbit season or duck season, because Daffy is quite literally nailing rabbit signs over all the duck season signs. Wabbit season! Duck season!
2: Wabbit season! Wabbit season! Duck season! Fire!
0: everything. Daffy's had it. (laughs) He's had it because we come out of that animation into Daffy Duck sitting, the animated Daffy Duck, sitting in a real world Warner Brothers exec meeting room. (laughs) Where all the men are dressed the same. The way their chests come to the top of the table, why are they all so small? (laughs) All of the chairs are on their lowest setting. And the two twins at the end who are supposed to be the Warner Brothers. The identical twins! (laughs) It's so... Funny, and don't forget about the one lady in the room. Yeah, Kate Hoffman, Vice President of Comedy. (laughs) Vice President of Comedy.
2: (laughs) I want that job. I don't see how we can have a Bugs Bunny movie without Bugs Bunny. Oh, my heavens, no. You couldn't have a movie without Bugs Bunny. And if you don't mind me asking, whose glorified personal assistant are you?
1: Kate Houghton, Vice President, Comedy.
2: Right.
0: And Daffy Duck is tired of being shot in the face. Daffy gets blasted. <laughs> Daffy gets blasted. I'd like to get blasted right about now. <laughs> like, Daffy is absolutely done with taking a back seat to Bugs fucking Bunny. And wouldn't you be? Because that's the thing. His whole career has been him realizing he's not the main character. Yeah, and I kind of... I kind of get that, not because I suffer from the same envy, but because Daffy's always... uh, I've always loved Daffy more. My favorite Looney Tune is a Daffy Duck cartoon. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, but no, he has taken a backseat to Bugs Bunny since the moment he was drawn. We can't have a new Bugs Bunny movie without Bugs Bunny because that's Daffy's thing, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm sick of Bugs. I want Bugs out of the picture. I want my own movie. I want my own movie. And like, she's like, no, this is a Bugs Bunny movie. The way she goes, gentlemen, Check your phones. Our latest research shows that Bugs Bunny is a core asset that appeals to male and female, young and old, throughout the known universe, while your fan base is limited to angry fat guys in basements. This early version of smart technology that we're seeing <laughs> represented, this 2003, okay? <laughs> Think about the world in 2003. You Razors weren't even a thing yet. Having a home computer was a luxury. Yeah, like, I know. These stats that appear on all their phones. The Warner Brothers checking their rotary phones as though something's <laughs> going to pop up. She's like, the, the graphs, the data, never argue with the, the data. data. <laughs> yeah. They say Bugs Bunny's in and Daffy's out. Bugs is what America wants and Daffy just isn't. Daffy's there to be the butt of the joke.
2: And Daffy gives them an ultimatum. Him or the rabbit? So it has come to this, has it? I'm afraid the Brothers Warner must choose between a handsome matinee idol or this miscreant perpetrator of low burlesque. Whichever one's not the duck. <laughs> they fire
0: Daffy Duck. <laughs> Can you imagine? Or, uh, sorry, the Warner Brothers order Kate to fire Daffy Duck. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine?
0: He's Daffy friggin' Duck! This is where I wrote all of the air acting that's involved, and it still looks silly. Like, it's not... (laughs) Who Framed Roger Rabbit's almost more well done. Like, the way Jenna Elfman is flailing her fists (laughs) through the air, and, like, she's actually holding on to this animated duck trying to get out of her grasp. Because she's ejecting him from the office, they brought his box full of the stuff from his office. Like Did you see the Bugs Bunny voodoo doll? I know. <laughs> In he the box. really is over him. <laughs> and so we cut to this uh, Are you okay? I told you to behave, and now I'm about to misbehave. I know you are. Because because <laughs> it's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> like, this is the note I took. How about this? I'll tell you the note I meant to take, and then I'll tell you the note I took. Okay. I think I meant to say Brendan Fraser is so cute I could just die. Or uh huh. I think, but I wrote Brendan Fraser is so cute I could just. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 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 I'm sorry. Oh God! I did not realize I wrote that. Oh my God! Wow. Freudian type.
1: Sir, hey DJ, how'd the tryout go? Your...
2: Well, let's see. Uh, I can say I made a an impression.
1: You know, your father can get you the job anytime he wants to.
0: Yeah, I know, but I don't want that. I'd really rather earn it, sir.
1: Yeah. This
0: is DJ. He is an aspiring stuntman, but he actually works security at Warner Brothers Studios. Yeah, he's probably part of a team that chases the Animaniacs around when they get out. (laughs) I love the whole concept of, in this universe, there is no Warner Brothers animated features, because they're just actors. Yeah. You know, it's It's like... Very Roger Rabbit. The meta nature of this whole movie is sending me (laughs) to levels it wouldn't send everybody, but Damian Drake Jr., his daddy is Damien Drake Sr., who is a Bond-esque action star. He's oh, a yeah. spy on screen, but he's a spy in real life. We'll figure that out soon enough. <laughs> he's like the studio's biggest star. <laughs> he's coming out of his audition and getting into his garb, his guard garb. And out comes Kate Hoffman with hoffton I hate it, just call her Kate. Kate comes out with Daffy Duck trying to scramble out of her grasp, and she says, I need you to eject this duck.
1: <laughs> Lady, this is Daffy Duck.
2: Exactly. Not anymore. We own the name. Oh, yeah? Well, you can't stop me from calling myself Daffy Duck. What do you know? You fired Daffy Duck? No, I didn't. Well, I did. They did. But but I, d- just, I didn't. We're following orders. I did You know
0: what, you don't know me. And all the while while, cause now we have to make time for the Kate character and the DJ character to lock eyes. Cause they're going to be on this journey the whole time. <laughs> if this were a movie, you and I would end up together. <laughs> and I mean, and yeah. No. Yeah. He literally says that later in the movie. <laughs> like, and while they're making eyes at each other, Daffy gets away. It's the way Daffy appears in midair in front of his face, in front of DJ's face and goes, shabby, job so far, Constable. (laughs) And then a chase ensues around the Warner Brothers lot. This is so funny when he's skipping down that, like, Boston street and fall, and he's like, fake street and fall. Or whatever. The animated backdrop of the hallways intersecting (laughs) that Daffy is able to run into. He runs into, but DJ just runs through the backdrop. (laughs) And then Daffy comes up the other end and goes... Well, that's just
2: cheating. Woo-hoo!
1: God, stop
0: it! <laughs> way, okay, Daffy runs up the side of a set, and DJ is chasing him. And he, f- Daffy, flings open this door into midair and goes, "Don't follow me!" <laughs> <laughs> and he does, and he's interrupting a Batman shoot. <laughs> Yeah, this is where somebody's supposed to fall off a building and there's one of those giant inflatable, like, you know, catchums at the bottom. And DJ, of course, ruins the shot because he jumps and
1: <laughs> he didn't mean to,
0: but damn that duck. I adore Daffy, so don't follow me. <laughs> Knowing full well that he's going to. He told him not to. Daffy has made his way over to the Batmobile. He's trying to duck nap the Batmobile. And to the duck cave. <laughs> and so he powers that thing up, and DJ snatches his. Him out of it as it's rolling away. (laughs) And I love this great little series of cuts between them two talking and the Batmobile getting away because the entire set is freaking out that one of their most prized props is driving away on its own now. It's going towards the legs of the Warner Brothers water tower. You know, where Yakko Wacko and Dot
2: live. Yeah. (laughs) You bested that bastardly, Dot? I did. Now you're going to offer your cat to the pretty executive? Indeed. It
0: turns out there's not just Animaniacs in that water tower. (laughs) A lot of water in that water tower. (laughs) The Batmobile plows through one of the pedestals upon which the foundation of the water tower is set. Consequentially, <laughs> Kate and Bugs pull up in her Alfa Romeo. Oh, it's a beautiful her car. Ni- her nineteen eighty eight Alfa Romeo. <laughs> He's holding up Daffy by the neck, <laughs> pointing at him like, "I got the duck." And Daffy's way. And just the way Kate takes off her sunglasses <laughs> because the water tower is collapsing behind him.
1: It was hot. And- <laughs> that
0: whole thing comes down, floods the whole lot. <laughs> Fills that a Romeo up with water. Bugs is in the back seat in a little boat fishing and goes, Oh, look, I found Nemo. <laughs> that movie hadn't come out yet. Had it? No. It was about to. Wait, really? I know. Like. Oh, wow. So DJ's fired, right? Like, hella fired. Totally fired. When that sec- older security guard rips his badge. Off and goes, your father would be so ashamed of you. And I'm like, lay off my sweet baby Brendan. And he's just walking out the, walking out the gate like I, d- I, I don't, I don't know how this happened. This got away from. <laughs> that shot <laughs> got away from me, Chief. This got away from me. And I, we go to like the little, you know, cafeteria. It's the commissary. The commissary, yes. At In Warner the studio Brothers. where all of the PAs and the actors eat. Not this panning shot. We get. Of Matthew Lillard, the actors ma- sitting at a table. This is gold. With the actual animated Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Voiced by the original Shaggy, Casey Kasem.
1: <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> Carrie and Frank Welker's the original Scooby-Doo, too. <laughs> and they're talking about the movie. They're talking about the live-action movie that just came out of Scooby-Doo, which... Mm. <laughs> I don't care, we're doing this year at yeah, Halloween We're so doing it this year <laughs> We've
2: put it off long enough What kind of performance do you call that? You made me sound like a total space cadet, man
0: I'm sorry you feel the way I was just, I was trying to be real to your character
2: If you like goof on me in the sequel, I'm coming after you.
0: Yeah, and I'll give you a scooby Snap. Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed is a pretty good sequel. It is. Uh, (laughs) Who's your mommy? Stop! Stop! To Seth Green. (laughs) Not Velma in the rubber My mommy? (laughs) We've got a mystery to solve. Stop! Anyway. a, A drenched Kate is meeting with bugs, and they're talking about the new movie. And basically, Bugs like, listen, you know that you just like shot yourself on the foot here. Like, Daffy is going to, you know, Daffy is going to be part of this. Daffy always comes back. It doesn't matter how much we try to get away from each other. We just work together. <laughs> like, I think we are doomed to do this forever kind of energy. And like, but Kate's like, no, this has got to be all about you. We've got to reshape your image. We team you
2: up with a hot female co-star. Usually, I play the female love interest. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. About the cross-dressing thing, in the past, funny. Today, disturbing. Lady, if you don't find a rabbit with lipstick amusing, you and I have nothing to say to each other. The thing she mentions,
0: most keenly, the cross-dressing thing. Uh... And the way he's like, "What well, if you don't find a rabbit wearing lipstick entertaining, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I just... She says it's creepy this day and age. And I just... And I'm like, screw you, you early millennium executive. Like, I don't like her tone. I don't either. Like, <laughs> like God. I'm like, r- Bugs Bunny can wear whatever what? he wants, whenever <laughs> he wants. Absolutely. <laughs> and I will love him just the same. <laughs> DJ is neighbors with Granny, Tweety, and Sylvester in the hills, I guess. (laughs) In Beverly Hills. Yeah. And, like, you know, he gets into this very nice house... You know, one of these houses that Humphrey Bogart would live in, or something. Mm-hmm. And um, this is Daddy's house. Yeah, this is this, this is his father's house, but he lives here. You know, <laughs> why not? It's huge. <laughs> Two men living in this huge house—they've got their own wings. You know, like it's fine. Wings on opposite sides of the house because we're not gay. And noose. F- <laughs> well, and, and our father and son. Th- son. Yeah. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. I I get your I appreciate your enthusiasm, <laughs> but anyway. Sorry. News flash, Daffy is in his backpack.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Because <laughs> he stowed away in there. It's toon magic. Okay. I have more notes about toon magic later. <laughs> no, he's he's here because I think he has nowhere
2: else to go, and he's just decided he's gonna barnacle himself to DJ. And he's, he's like, in a few days, they'll be kissing my beef-feathered rump, begging me to come back. But I won't. Did I just miss the whole part where I invited you in? I'll be too busy accepting numerous multiple offers. Every studio on town look
1: hey
2: Who am I kidding? My career is over. Perhaps I was being too polite. Get out! I'll starve. I'll have to eat envelope glue. Which listen,
0: I believe in every <laughs> single scene that Brendan Fraser believes there's a tune there in Dab- front of him. Just Daffy's messing with everything, and he gets up to the piano, and he looks like he's he raises his. If, Finns, he raises his wings to play it and goes, You live with daddy? <laughs> oh my god. No, the thing is, is because it's his dad's house, there's all this memorabilia from his spy acting career. Yeah, from everywhere. his film career. And Daffy's the one that postulates, hmm, maybe your dad's actually a real spy, <laughs> but to cover it, he plays <laughs> one in movies. No, so goofy because all around him while he's saying this there are all these fake movie posters for these movies I wrote down some of my favorites please these are the Damien Drake you know spy movie titles thank you uh number one operation conspiracy <laughs> like duh yeah two license to spy <laughs> Like, License to Kill. There you go, Timothy Dalton. Uh, the Spy I Never Knew, which I think is supposed to be, like, The Man Who Knew Too Much or something like that. Yeah. Uh, number four, More Is Never Enough. <laughs> the <laughs> drama. These just get better. Number five, The Spy Is Me. <laughs> and my very personal favorite, Ollie Ollie Oxen Spy. <laughs> Not one! Yes it is! You're making that up! I am not making it up! I love it! There's like five women on the cover! Ollie Ollie Oxen Spy!
2: <laughs> an actor playing a super spy is a cover for being a super spy! You know, you're probably protected by an invisible force field right this minute. Oh. Aha! The force field penetrating apple! Just feel free
0: to continue your delusional ranting while I answer my Remote? The remote control is ringing. Yeah. <laughs> For the TV, it's ringing. On today's edition of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up, that's fucked up. <laughs> and, like, he presses a button on it, and this little projector lens appears out of the back of the radio. <laughs> and this picture of Damien Drake, this portrait of Damien Drake on the mantelpiece raises up and it's showing a fly feed <laughs> of damien drake himself getting his ass handed to him by bad guys <laughs> dad what are you doing in the painting <laughs> damien drake while fighting off bad guys has just a few things to say to his son
1: come to las vegas <laughs> as dusty tells the blue monkey the, the blue monkey what what's a blue monkey Diamond. A very special diamond. Find Dusty Tails. Hey!
0: Dad, do you need me to call the police or something? Come to Las Vegas, find Dusty Tails, and ask her about the Blue Monkey Diamond. And hurry, because I'm in trouble.
1: <laughs> it's so
0: contrived. Yeah, no, like... <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry I-, I never told you I was a spy, son. <laughs> Are we those people who are like, this movie is funny, and if you don't think it's funny, you're stupid? I mean, listen. (laughs) Because I feel like it's made this way on purpose. Like, it's made contrived on purpose. I think that if you don't think this movie is funny, you are stupid. (laughs) But I think that if you think this movie is stupid, you are funny. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I guess two things can be true. Oh, Lord. And you know what? He's in big trouble, right? DJ's like, Okay, I gotta go save my dad, doesn't think twice. And D- Daffy's like, oh yeah, yeah, your dad, right. But the diamond, I'm rich! <laughs> oh no, he's gonna be thirsting over the diamond for the rest of this movie. It's like, the, I thought his whole struggle... thing about Daffy throughout this whole movie is, is you think the whole time it's gonna be his struggle to belong at the forefront, to matter to the plot, Uh to be the savior of the day, to be the hero at the end like Bugs Bunny always is. He abandons that so quickly and just wants to get this diamond so that he will have to never work again. Like he was ready for a struggle in the plot, and then he was like, fuck
2: this, I'm gonna be rich! (laughs) He is often that way. From now on, I'm gonna live the adventure. Next stop, Las Vegas. So take my dad's old car. Ah, a super spy car. Let's rock.
1: This isn't a spy car.
2: (laughs) Your dad's a spy, if so, ergo, a spy car.
1: Used to deliver pizzas in this car.
2: Secret pieces? <laughs> <laughs> no, they get in this rickety
0: old gremlin. He and throws him out of the car three times before he goes out of the garage. He does. He does. Daffy will not be... Daffy will not be booted. No, he won't. And the way after they drive out of the garage and the garage door closes, the floor flips over and there's the actual spy car. Yeah, it's a Tuscan. They only make them in Britain. I had a Matchbox tuscan you did after i saw that movie uh-huh i wanted it <laughs> dad remembered it oh and he got it for me oh dad that's I- nice i love that car meanwhile none of bugs's bits are working out in this film yeah. without daffy yeah the elmer fudd gag isn't landing because there's no daffy and the warner brothers are basically like Kate, that was an awful decision to fire Daffy. And Kate's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, I think we can all
2: agree that the decision to get rid of Daffy was a poor one, but it's time to move on. And by move on, I mean reversing course and getting Daffy back.
1: By Monday.
0: I
2: will have Daffy back on
1: Monday.
0: You're fired if the duck's not back here by Monday. (laughs) So now we have... (laughs) Yeah. Now we have our other tangent here because we've got the Daffy. We've got the Daffy DJ contingent. Now we're going to form the Bugs Kate contingent. Yeah. (laughs) Which it honestly makes sense. It does. (laughs) And like Kate's like, all right, fine. I'll have the duck back by Monday. Where are we going to find the duck? And Bugs is like, hey, listen, hun, he probably has hit the road already. (laughs) Cut to Daffy hitting the road in the middle of the <laughs> desert because DJ won't stop throwing him out of the car. Yeah, I know. But this is the thing about Tune magic. After he throws him out yet again, Daffy accordions himself out of the glove compartment <laughs> and back into his front seat. And it's the way Brendan Fraser goes. I believe there's no acting required. You know, I'm getting really tired of throwing you out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm getting really tired of throwing you out of the car.
2: Well, that's my plan in a nutshell. <laughs> now, listen. If we run into anything that requires super spy skills, like cracking wise, smooching games, you better leave that to me. However, if we have any security guarding needs, it's
0: very, very funny, Duck. I'm not a security guard. For your information, it's just a job. It's what I do for money. Mm-hmm. What I really do is I'm I'm a I'm a stunt man.
2: You a stunt man, please? I
0: am. Did you see those mummy movies? Uh. I'm in them more than Brendan Fraser is. Oh, no, you couldn't stand that. One day he decides to say, No, no, no! The breadmaster does all his own stuff! That joke... <laughs> Thank you, guys. ...is so good. Thanks, Joe. And he, the way he, like, characterizes himself. As hard to work with? It's the meta. It's it's so good. It's it's Warner Brothers and the actors willing to have a sense of humor about themselves and what they do. Oh, we did not deserve Brendan Fraser then, and we don't deserve him now. All right, we got to talk about the fucking Acme Corporation. And guys, the Acme Corporation is a institution backdropped throughout your Looney Tunes lexicon, your Warner Brothers lexicon, right? Yep. Acme is the creator of so many different wacky gadgets and products that are tune related Like, Wiley Coyote is probably the major stockholder in the Acme company with all the ordering he does from them. And you know what I've never considered the read is on the Acme thing? What is it? I think Acme, as a concept within this universe, uh-huh. is definitely adding defense contractors. <gasps> really? And the U.S. government. I really do think it is, because Acme makes so many weapons of mass destruction. (laughs) You're right. Oh, no. They do. Oh, no. They do in this. They do in the show. They (sighs) do in, obviously, Wile E. Coyote, which is, of course, part of the show. They do in fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Like, Like, I... Come on, Acme. <laughs> so they're evil, right? And it's spearheaded by the chairman. I thought that this was a really wacky iteration of Marvin Acme. Yeah. The Warner Brothers character, Marvin Acme. It's not. He's just the chairman. Mr. Chairman of the board. He doesn't even get a first name. It's just Mr. Chairman. He doesn't deserve a name. He's so cringe. He is. I wrote, oh Christ, now we've got to bring Steve Martin into this.
2: It seems that Damien Drake son knows about the blue monkey. And he is on his way to Las Vegas. We must not find the location of the diamond before we do. We cannot let the good guys win this time, people. We must capture this son of a spy. And we must locate the diamond and use its powers for our own diabolical ends. <laughs>
0: the wig is so bad. I know. The wig is bad. And why is he wearing tennis shoes and a bow tie at the same time? Because what's just happened, right, is the acne satellite. Uh You know, in space. (laughs) You know the ACME satellite. Sure. How many private corporations have a satellite? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like three or four Uh in real life. Oh, Oh, you upset yourself. Oh, no. (laughs) Life imitates art. (laughs) Anyway, the ACME satellite has picked up Daffy, (laughs) saying the words blue monkey. It's like a Voldemort taboo. If you say it, they're going to find you. And now Marvin, I'm calling him Marvin. Now the chairman wants to embark on this... Plot to get the duck, or follow the duck to the diamond, and then kill the duck and kill DJ. And Damian Drake is being tortured by the Acme Corporation. He's being held there. Yeah, those are the bad guys. He was fighting was Acme's goons. Because I guess Damian was going to try to protect the diamond. I don't know. I don't. We don't know what authority Damian Drake is taking his orders from. Exactly. It, it makes no what sense whatsoever. What if it's Warner Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because uh, this diamond has supernatural powers, right? And the chairman wants to do something really evil with it. Just <laughs> wait. You guys have to wait <laughs> for, the evil, for the evil thing <laughs> uh, that the chairman of the board wants to do with the blue monkey diamond. It makes even less sense than you think it does. But we're more concerned with finding it first. Kate goes to the hills, right, to see if DJ knows where the fuck Daffy Duck went because she's got to have him back by Monday yep. or she's no longer vice president of comedy. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> It was more your ha, 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 ha than anything. That's what she does. It's <laughs> comedy... The front door of Damien's house is open, so she just invites herself in, but instead of Damien or his dad, all she finds is bugs in the shower doing a psycho bit. The psycho bit. (laughs) When it's flashing back and forth between her watching him and him freaking out, (laughs) the way she looks at the camera. She looks directly into the camera. (laughs) Like, Do you believe this? Hershey syrup being poured into the which is just a great joke because that's what they used in psycho yeah in psycho to make it look like blood it was black and white no one cared you know like uh, she realizes that dj is damien drake's son and she's like all right uh, i fired the son of one of our best stars I'm about to be fired, I ruined the Bugs Bunny movie, and I'm fighting with Bugs Bunny, who I very much revere. She is pretending to cry. Oh, I hate to see a grown man cry. (laughs) Especially when it's a goyle. (laughs) I love Bugs Bunny. And so Bugs, you know, eventually breaks down and tells her, Listen, I know that DJ and Daffy were headed off to Vegas. He told me so on the phone. And she's like, well... Let's get to Vegas, then. And I guess Bugs just thinks it's a good idea... To take the spy car? To take the spy car! When this car literally propels out of the garage, (laughs) that it takes Sylvester the Cat's entire coat off of him with it.
1: (laughs) Ah. I cackled for five minutes. (laughs) I
0: love visual gags in Looney Tunes, man. And when we cut to them already being into the desert... And you know Bugs is being a pill. Oh, that's when I noticed that the seat was on the wrong side. Yeah, that's the thing. The wrong side. The British side. She's a foreign car. Uh Uh-huh. The Tuscan. They only made like a thousand of them a year back then. Viva Las Vegas, everybody. Listen, this car does everything. It fires missiles. It's got autopilot. It makes martinis. Shaken, not stirred, of course.
2: Well, it's five o'clock somewhere. If you
1: touch one
2: more thing. Shh. I'm about to defy you. Now you've
1: done
0: it. Arms at your side, please. If you touch one more thing, shh, I'm I'm about about to defy defy you.
1: you. (laughs) That is you
0: and me on the car! He presses a button that then redresses them. Yeah, it like dresses them for some fancy black tie spy shenanigans, right? Yeah. When when have you ever seen a Bond movie where he doesn't end up in a tuxedo and another good-looking woman ends up in a fabulous gown? DJ and Daffy, meanwhile, have made it to Las Vegas, (laughs) and it is Vegas. It is, baby. They are headed to Yosemite Sam's Wooden Nickel. It's his casino. The way Warner Brothers had to pay this hotel (laughs) to build... That gigantic light scheme yeah. of Yosemite Sam <laughs> on the front of their building. Oh, no wonder this movie lost money. Oh, that was $12 million alone, I bet. Like, <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> and and... The, the headliner tonight, of course, is Dusty Tails. is that supposed to be like Dusty Trails, but it's a joke about her behind? Dusty Trails to you. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that's how that goes. That's, oh, it's Happy Trails. <laughs> Oh, my God. No, but, yeah, they have to find Dusty Tails and ask her about the blue monkey. And they can't right now because she's she's performing. <laughs> oh, is she ever. Yeah, she is.
2: Uh... So, I said, let me introduce you to Miss Dusty Tails. If you want it to be good, boy, get yourself a your bad girl.
0: This Which, is a lot. Not, not the little people in Yosemite Sam get ups, like... As she, like, hops around them in a diamond-studded bustier. Like, yeehaw! haw And you guessed it, Yosemite Sam is running this establishment, but he's also working for ACME. Yosemite Sam is charged with... Capturing them in the club, right? Yeah. He's working for Acme. DJ finally manages to get Dusty's attention and they go back to her dressing room. Dusty's a spy too? Yeah, it turns out she's a spy too and a professional assassin. So naturally, she pours herself into this black latex catsuit and dons a headset for spy things. And I'm like, oh. Daffy, how many galoshes died to make that
1: little number? (laughs) Daffy, no! Your father's assignment was to track it down before the chairman could. The diamond has supernatural powers. It would be a disaster if it fell into the wrong hands. I was supposed to give him this.
2: Uh, This is not a king-sized diamond. This is a queen of diamonds. What kind of sick joke is this? (laughs) She gives them a queen of diamonds
0: playing card. And the off thing about this playing card is that the face of the queen is the face of the Mona Lisa. Yeah, I don't feel like this is really the glyph that everybody thinks This is. is a... This All this is is us hopping on the segue to the next genre of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Because we've been in Vegas, we've been doing the saloon thing, right, and... They get chased out of the club, right? Uh-huh. I'm not gonna spend a bunch of time going through the shenanigans of Yosemite Sam and his goons chasing them out of the club.
1: <laughs> Is that all you got? Ooh,
2: that's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
2: not boxing! I guess here!
0: <laughs> a great opportunity for dj to show off some of his stuntman skills thank you brendan fraser yeah we needed it we (laughs) needed to see it oh my god um also jeff gordon's getting valet outside of the wooden nickel oh no yeah they finally they finally meet up with uh kate and Bugs outside the casino when they get out Mm -hmm. their car has literally fallen apart yeah and so he basically takes the wheel from kate and they start just speeding through these busy Vegas streets. And Yosemite Sam and his boys... Carjack Jeff Gordon! Number 24, baby. They take the formula car from him! My favorite NASCAR back when I gave a shit at the age <laughs> of six. Aw, uh, for left turn ball? Yeah, left turn ball. <laughs> and, like, basically, guys, all of the screeching around the uh, Las Vegas Strip <laughs> until we're being chased down an alleyway that has a dead end. Apparently, DJ is also a very
2: good stunt driver, which are two completely separate skill sets. Yeah, no. So he's an asset! Just a suggestion, but all those in favor of not hitting dead balls say uh, nothing!
0: Taking you to Mother. Now the car is flying? The car listens. <laughs> we don't know what the destination Mother is, but we're going there it's because- Apparently on the, on the speed dial or whatever. The car sprouts wings and jet engines and- <laughs> They don't hit the wall. Goes right up into the sky. So now we're in the night sky. we are amongst the stars and i we don't they don't know where they're going nevada i think (laughs) wait that would be east they're in nevada they are in nevada they are in nevada yes i did a u (laughs) oh where you don't know how the u.s. geography works I forget what they say to make it fall out of the sky. Oh, no, I think it, I think someone hits a wrong button and it just starts plummeting towards <laughs> Earth. And, like, the thing is, is that you... Bugs th- screaming as they're plummeting towards <laughs> the Earth's surface stops to freshen his breath and then scream louder. And Daffy is on the phone. Oh,
2: my Warner Brothers stock. I got an inside tip that Bugs Bunny's about to
0: It's the way that the car does not crash to Earth, but stops, like, ten
2: feet above the ground. It's
0: very Harry Potter.
2: Huh. Out of gas. What? It doesn't work like that.
0: Thanks, toots. Crash. Uh... Spy car's ruined. Thanks a lot, Kate. So they spend the night in the desert. Stranded. And then the next day, the four of them are slogging through the hot sand. Is Kate trying to rearrange her agenda, her schedule, (laughs) with Warner Brothers over the phone? How is she getting signal out here? She she loses it. (laughs) I can't die out here, says Kate. I think that at this point... DJ is just trying to find, I don't know, mother at this point. Yeah. And he's trying to find a way to get the other three back to Vegas. And so... Before we move on, though, Carrie... Oh, this, this wall break, this four wall break is violent. What's my least favorite place in the world, Carrie? I believe that would be the Walmart Superstore. Yeah. (laughs) Carrie, what's in the desert in the distance? A regular old Walmart before they were superstores. And... It's a mirage, right, Carrie? No, it's not. It's actually there.
2: <laughs> the way Bugs goes, Is it a mirage or just product placement? Hey, who cares? With shopping convenience at such low prices, water, Fresca, mountain dew, your product name here. This
0: Is this your idea? The audience expects it. They don't even notice this kind of thing anymore. And DJ <laughs> is pointing at Kate going, Was this your idea? (laughs) The audience expects it at this point. They don't even notice it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That part had me in tears. Jenna Elfman does a good job of this. (laughs) The audience doesn't know anymore. They expect it at this point. And so they come out of the Walmart in the middle of the Nevada desert completely loaded up with supplies and outfit changes. And what do they randomly happen upon, Carrie? (laughs) A portal to a Secret underground laboratory? I don't even know, dude. <laughs> it's like catching fire. They walk into an invisible
2: force field. No,
0: he's just like, I'm walking this way. And he walks into this invisible
2: barrier. Suddenly, I feel like I'm in Aunt Marge's jello mode. Hey, guys, it's air conditioning here. Come on in. Ah!
0: So, Ross, where are we? Area 50. Two, not Area Fifty One. Area Fifty Two, and guys, it's basically every alien specimen Warner Brothers has to offer here in air quote Area Fifty Two. Oh no, yeah, because I feel like this is just like Area Fifty One for multimedia alien creations. There's a lot of random animated aliens in these these mason jars that not just putting them all in mason jars, poked holes in the top. Okay, cabin in the woods, <laughs> like Marvin the Martian is here. Robbie the Robot from Forbidden Planet. The Doctor from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. There's a Dalek from Doctor Who here. There sure is. Like Because I... Doctor Who is distributed by who in the United States? Is it Warner Brothers? Yeah. Oh. I think this was also actually a specific request of Steve's. He's like, yeah, I'll be in your movie if a Dalek is in the alien scene. Oh, I love it. Thanks, Steve. And guys, these guards show up with these... Taze, spears, and they liquefy Daffy with one of them. (laughs) How is that tune magic working? Because then we meet Mother. This is who we were being delivered to. I couldn't remember who this character was as I was watching it. It's Joan Cusack. It's Joan Cusack! Who I didn't mention. Oh my god, you didn't mention her. I love Joan Cusack. I love her as Sheila Gallagher from Shameless. Can you put some bags on? Can you put some bags on? Please put some bags on your feet. We love Joan here. Sorry we missed you, honey. We've got. Th- she was with us when we did Perks of Being Wallflower. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. and something else. I can't remember. I can't remember either. This, this for sure, the way she literally. <laughs> the way she's like. Hi, DJ. at ease. it is. I'm Mother. Ooh. Yeah, like the car said that we would be meeting you. How do you know my name?
1: Oh, DJ, I have known you since you were this big.
0: That's. That's not really possible, is it? Must have been a photo. I don't think that was written. I think she just said that. She's the queen of comedic timing. I can't. I love her so much. The way she slurps Daffy up in a turkey baster, <laughs> which it's not a turkey baster. I just don't have a more eloquent term for it I right now. I can't remember what that's called it's either. A, it's a suck tube. I don't know. I prefer to. turkey baster <laughs> to suck tube. Doctor, hand me the suck tube. <laughs> Could you imagine? Scobble! Suck tube! <laughs> Carrie, as she's explaining the concept of Area 52 to them and how they exist under the guise of the government and they're affiliated with his father, who's a super secret spy masquerading as a spy actor. DJ finally asks Mother about the blue monkey, and I love her reaction.
2: Tell me about the blue monkey. How do you know about that thing that I've never heard of in my entire life? My dad told me. What is the point of making them pinky swear? All right, all right.
1: Now
0: this tape will explain everything. And of course, for reasons that make no sense, there's an explanatory VHS tape for this because Men in Black 2 came out the year before this and also featured a tape that also had Peter Graves as a narrator. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like I love it when she goes to pull the tape out. There's a couple of other tapes in there. I wrote the names down. You want to hear them? Yes. The other videos in that in that little cabinet are Moon Landing Dress Rehearsal, <laughs> <laughs> How the Sausage is Made, oh. and Congressman Gone Wild Volume 6. <laughs> That's too good.
2: The Acme Corporation is in hot pursuit of the Blue Monkey Diamond, a supernatural gem with the ability to turn people into monkeys. And then back again. It is the Acme Chairman's goal to turn the population into monkey slaves to manufacture shoddy Acme goods and then change them back to people to buy the stuff. Unbelievable!
0: She explains that the playing card that Dusty gave them is a window to what lies behind her smile. That's the cryptic, non-helpful clue for this playing card. And this is where they notice that the face of the Queen of Diamonds it looks like the Mona Lisa. Because of course it does. That's one of the most famous images in all of human iconography. Which is in Peru, which is in Paris. And just how are we supposed to get to Paris? And Bugs goes, like this. Reaches into the corner of the screen and peels it up. <laughs> and we are now in an old shot of the Eiffel Tower. Get ready for Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny, and these two assholes to drop acid in the Louvre. <laughs> Okay, because they go to visit the Mona Lisa, which was just funny to watch being depicted on screen because we've actually seen the Mona Lisa. Yes. It's a little bit different from this, Mm -hmm. but she is like, there is a huge distance between the velvet rope you're supposed to stand behind and the Mona Lisa itself. They do not want you to be able to spit that far. They're comically close to it (laughs) and they're trying to get a picture of it because they realize they peel that playing card. In half. And it's like a little... It's like a prism window. Yeah. It it feels like something that would come inside a cereal box so that you could look at the back through it and see different things in the art. The card is the window to what lies beyond her smile. So something's behind the Mona Lisa. And they look at the Mona Lisa through the card and it's a map to where the fucking blue monkey is (laughs) in Africa. (laughs) It's absurd. Da Vinci, what are you
1: doing?
0: <laughs> What's going on? I mean, I saw the Da Vinci Code. The man was into some
2: stuff.
1: Whoa. It's a map of Africa. I mean, that's where the diamond is.
2: Hold it up, I'll take a picture. Yeah. Well, hey, can I take a picture? Oh, please. Come on, give me the phone. I want to take w. a picture, too. Come on, Seven. please. Please, please. it, the cops. While
0: <laughs> well, they're figuring that out and also getting caught in the process. <laughs> Elmer Fudd is also working for Acme. Yeah. And is trying to take out Bugs and Daffy in the Louvre. (laughs) They're cartoons. Yeah. So they're allowed to go into some of the most famous paintings in the Louvre. Oh my God. Like, they definitely go into um, a perception of time or whatever that dolly is with the melting clocks. They go into... The Scream? Yeah. Oh man. Hated that. That freaks me out. One of the paintings they go into... I can't even name it, which is funny because it's hanging in my dining room. That, like, can-can painting, that's hanging in my dining room. <laughs> and I can't even name it. Toulouse-Latract. And,
1: <laughs>
0: and probably my favorite is, I love it when they go into a Sunday on the La Grande Jatte like by Surratt, Mm -hmm. the pointillism.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Because they all pop out of that. Because they're just fucking Elmer Fudd up in all these paintings. (laughs) They pop out of that, and he comes out as like a fully articulated pointillism piece. (laughs) And then
2: Buzz is like reading the definition. Pointillism, a technique of using individual dots of pigment, which, taken together, make an image. Oh, quad. I think when you go to the movies, you should learn something.
0: <laughs> and then turns on the little personal fan and <laughs> blows him away. Uh, while they're chasing each other around in all that commotion, Kate is kidnapped by the chairman's lead henchman. His name's Mr. Smith. This man is definitely a pro wrestler. Yeah. His IMDb picture is of him as a wrestler. And the thing is, guys, you know exactly where we're going after the Louvre. right up the fucking Eiffel Tower. Of course. Because this is the Paris part of the movie. (laughs) We got to climb the Eiffel Tower. We've We've been to the desert. We've been to Area 52. We've been to Vegas. Now we need to be in Paris. And like the thing is, is that DJ is trying to figure out how he's going to catch up to them before they can take off in this helicopter. And he remembers... That mom gave him some spy tech. Mother, yes. Yeah, mother gave him some spy tech. She gave him a phone that can do all these neat things like be a grappling hook and like a a laser and a a magnet. You know, all the fun James Bond things. It's giving totally spies. Yeah, I know, (laughs) I (laughs) know. But she also gave him pants that have a jetpack in them, which is just a horrible idea. Oh, yeah, when the pants (laughs) fly completely off of him. those pants on and the pants take off without him. And he's just standing in public in his underwear. (laughs) Surprised he didn't light his ass on fire. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. (laughs) And this comical way he chases her all the way to the top of the Eiffel Tower and they're getting away with her. And he jumps out after her after she's dropped from the helicopter ladder. And uses the cell phone grappling hook to save their lives. And they end up with flowers and chocolates at a little cafe. (laughs) Why shouldn't the tune magic apply to the humans sometimes? I don't know. That's all I'm saying. All I know is is that they got away with the cell phone image of the map behind the Mona Lisa. But that doesn't really matter, does it? No, because while... If you'll remember, while Kate was trying to photograph the map through the card... Daffy was jumping up and down asking to see the fucking map so he could see where the diamond is so he never has to work again. So when the chairman puts the picture up on the board, the duck's face is completely blocking the map. Daffy's face is completely blocking the map to where the diamond is.
2: I reveal to you the whereabouts of the blue monkey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, 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 oh.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh- Well, there's a duck in the middle of the map. Remove the duck. Remove the duck. The duck duck. is in the middle.
0: So that's another useless, you know, endeavor on the behalf of searching for this friggin' crystal or diamond or whatever. And just like the French, we immediately go to Africa. Oh, stop! I'm sorry, was that too much? (laughs) It was a little much. (laughs) Those poor fucking Algerians. I know. Anyway, guys, we're gonna fly through the Africa sequence, okay? (laughs) Because it's very, again, now we're in a different part of the world, we need to be in a different genre, this is giving Indiana Jones vibes. Yeah, no, it's time for the Indiana Jones part of the movie. This whole fake-ass set that we're on. The, the way they are they are going through the jungle, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're dressed up for it. They've got everything they need. Where'd they get it? We don't oh, know. Yeah. Brendan Fraser is in his mummy best. I'm tucking my hair behind I my ear. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Uh-huh. And, guys, who the fuck shows up but Granny Sylvester... And Tweet Bird, their next door neighbors, on the back of an elephant. Oh, little Damien.
2: How funny see you here, dear. Hi, granny. Uh, Would you and your little friends like a lift? Gaddy up, Dumbo!
1: Mm.
2: Um, sure was a lucky coincidence, you showing up just now. Yes, wasn't it? right?
0: (laughs) You'd be right. Yeah, that they're just randomly here. They're allegedly going to take them to where this diamond lives in this temple. Yeah. And when they get there, right, they get up to this little pedestal in this temple that they happen across, right? Because they're here, right? The diamond's got to be here. And Daffy picks up off this pedestal what looks like a little monkey in a barrel. It does, Like barrel monkeys. Yeah, yeah. I miss that toy. And he's like,
2: This is the blue monkey? This dime store bauble? Uh oh. I've been rooked! That shouldn't happen. Shafted by the gods! Nice going, Dappy! I demand recompense! I want my diamond! Where is my humongous rock? Huh pressed duck. And a
0: gigantic boulder falls on top of him because he took that monkey off that pedestal and it <laughs> triggered something. It's very Goonie. It's very Indiana Jones. <laughs> where? I just, that cut's great. Where is my <laughs> humongous rock? And <laughs> <Did> it just <laughs> smashes him. is so stupid. <laughs> I love how funny it is. <laughs> and it's, like, there's this whole sequence where Kate is like, wait a minute, this looks like a piece to something. yeah. And there's this big circular interlocking series of dials mm-hmm. that if she puts the monkey in the right place, it will eventually lower the bridge so they can get across the stream to this temple. Or It's not a stream, it's a river of lava. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> You're, like, You're so out of pocket by the time this part of the movie comes around. And like every time she puts it in the wrong place, another booby trap is triggered. And like finally she gets it in the right spot and that that whole rickety bridge comes down and Daffy can see the diamond and he's salivating. He loses his goddamn mind. <laughs> his head turns into diamonds.
2: <laughs> I'm rich. I'm affluent. My liquidity is assured. <laughs> no, da- hey, Daffy, get back here. Don't touch it, Daffy, let's go. Let go. Don't you dare. Come on. Mine, mine. Who calls mine? Mine? Yes, i mine. I'm the hero. I should get the treasure. The girl, too, but we'll discuss that later. <laughs> uh- Oh my god, and got Carrie with the unzipping! Oh, okay,
0: so, here we go. Granny and Sylvester and Tweety pop back up, and they're like, okay, we're gonna need you to hand the diamond over to us now. And we're like, oh my god, Acme can even get to Granny? I mean, the others, they were kind of evil and antagonists mm, yeah. in the cartoons, yeah. but not Granny! But guys, it's not Granny, Sylvester, and Tweety. They unzip! <laughs> like a Doctor Who episode, where they unzip their foreheads. It's it's the way the chairman keeps unzipping. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's like, no, actually, I'm your father. And then he unzips again, and he's Michael Jordan Jordan from Space Jam. (laughs) Let's do some drills. You know that moment in Space Jam? (laughs) Yeah. We talked about it in Space Jam, how that's in Looney Tunes Back in Action. (laughs) Let's
1: do some drills.
2: This doesn't make a lick of sense. (laughs) Well, who's laughing now? Well, apparently no one. Anyway,
0: give me the monkey. No, forget that, man. You're evil. And you know what? You know what this pro wrestler guy has? What? A ray gun (laughs) that transports you. Yeah, he's like, have you ever been disintegrated in one place and reintegrated in another? Oh, you mean Wonka-Vision. Yeah, Wonka-Vision. <laughs> yep. I have Wonka-Vision. <laughs> so that's what he does. He basically has Smith beam them all back to Acme headquarters. Where they're all mismatched. Yeah, like- With Br- Torso's heads and legs. <laughs> 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 and they have to re-scramble themselves to get back into the right bodies. Okay, Carrie. Yeah. We actually have to talk about it. Oh, God. Guys, this mental patient's plan (laughs) is to take the blue monkey diamond, install it in the ACME satellite, (laughs) and then use the satellite to turn everyone else but him on the planet into monkeys. Yeah. And then he will rule the world. Well, he wants to use the monkeys for free labor, to make Acme products and then turn these monkeys back into human beings so that there's someone to actually buy the product? Ooh, double capitalism. <laughs> double capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> like double homicide? Ooh, double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Damn. It just it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I can't remember if it's DJ or not, but somebody goes, aren't you gonna be awfully lonely being the only non-monkey on the planet? Lily?
2: I suppose I could use a little human companionship.
0: Oh, thanks a lot.
2: Oh, I've seen you notice me. I know I'm hot. The
0: Uh, noise she makes. uh, There's no acting required there from Jenna Elfman. I
1: just, that makes me
0: uncomfy. Oh my God. I can't, he's so creepy. He gives the blue monkey to Marvin the Martian to then fly up to the ACME satellite. Oh my God. And so when he takes off, Guess who goes after them in another spaceship? Bugs and Daffy. Daffy? This is where I wrote, Daffy's actually going to save the world this time, isn't he? He is, he is. Because Daffy goes first, thinking he's by himself. And then Bugs is there. At his side. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it nice? Bugs is the sidekick for once. And they're trying just to just to separate it. They're trying everything they can think of in space to distract him <laughs> from getting to the acne satellite. <laughs> like they're trying to ask for directions. No, it's the way they press a button and then it keys his spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then also. Bugs makes the gesture of like, roll down your window. (laughs) In space. And he
1: does. (laughs) And he gets sucked right out of his spaceship. Earthlings have the worst sense of direction. Ah!
2: Well, what do you know? He fell for it. I guess I owe you five bucks. So stupid, it's good. Like, (laughs) oh my god, you just don't expect for him to
0: fall. It's like Patrick letting the bag of winds go, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) Who'd have thought? Oh my god, Mm. but little they know, Marvin has cemented himself on the underside of their spaceship. Oh god, which then leads to them docking into the acne satellite and then. Daffy pawning the fight off on Bugs at the last second. Oh yeah, Bugs is <laughs> fighting <laughs> Marvin Martian in space with no helmet on. Yeah, I know. But cartoons can breathe anywhere, I guess. He's having—he's wielding a carrot saber, right? Having, oh my God! They're having like this little Star Wars fight.
2: Of course, you realize this means war. <laughs>
0: Daffy is just sitting in the spaceship like, "Mm, I wanted to be the hero, but I'm not nutting up. And meanwhile, on the surface, DJ and Kate are tied up, right? (laughs) And he keeps hearing his father's voice in his head. What would Damian Drake do? But he's actually there. (laughs) Like 15 feet away from them. In the the most cartoonishly evil way, he's tied up to all this TNT provided by... Yosemite Sam. On train tracks. Acme brand. TNT. Oh, of course. Product placement. And then there's just this gigantic animated train for no reason <laughs> rushing through a tunnel to get to them. And the anvil, don't forget the anvil. Yes, the anvil that's precariously placed, you know. All of the major MOs of all of Wiley e. Coyote and all of those other guys. Because they got to get free, right? They've got to free, they've got to free, I almost said Timothy Dalton. They've got <laughs> to free Damien Drake, right? He's got to save his dad. And guys, I forget how they get loose. But all I do know is that there's this stupid sequence where they fight this gigantic robot dog. Oh, I hate that sequence. I'm just like. It's so unusual necessary. The train is coming! Yeah, no. Also, why put all that dynamite there? <laughs> the train's gonna kill him going at that speed anyway. Exactly. You're just wasting ammo at that point. Like, And the thing of it is, is that while I was taking notes about the robot dog, they somehow get away from the robot dog and get Damien untied. I didn't even see how that happened. Wiley Coyote is driving the train. <laughs> okay. and it's the way he looks back into the tunnel after they swoop him out of the way. and Wiley Coyote looks back to the front of the train and all that dynamite is about <laughs> to go off. And he just looks at the screen. <laughs> puts his head on his hand and holds up a sign that says they don't pay me enough <laughs> shout out to all of our techies and writers and actors out there you do not get paid enough uh, holy crap and back in space with the space battle still ensuing between marvin the martian and bug's bunny the way daffy is in the spaceship sucking his thumb i know what would damien drake do <laughs> what would duck dodgers do see he's... wait a minute I am Duck Dodgers! I wanted to ask you if you remember this. Do you remember I, this bit from the show? I do remember Duck Dodgers, yeah. And, and Duck Dodgers had his own cartoon at one point. Yeah. Duck Dodgers, the hero of the 24th and a half century? Is this just Daffy forgetting he did have his own thing I until think, he didn't? I think it. Because that's so Daffy, being so butt hurt the whole time <laughs> and then realizing, oh, wait a
2: minute, that didn't actually happen to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what am I going to do? What would Damien Drake do? What would Duck Dodgers do? Wait a minute, I am Duck Dodgers! Yes, I'm going to be the hero of this picture!
0: finally gets bubbled by Marvin and Daffy is in his Duck Dodgers outfit. Yeah. Going towards the diamond on the satellite and gets completely stuck between a couple of Tesla coils. Yes. <laughs> so what he does, this is I don't know, this might be the most cartoonish thing that happens in the movie. He, Because he's always tired of getting blasted in the face, right? Yeah. The beak always comes off when he gets blasted in the face. It's perfect every time. But he takes his own mouth off. Yes! And throws it like a boomerang. And it gets stuck on the front of that satellite. And he holds it like he's holding in a breath. (laughs) Five,
1: four, three, two, one. Thwarting evil makes me so angry. Ah! To
0: shoot a beam just at the right angle to get the chairman only? Yeah, the chairman is the only person who's turned into a monkey by the satellite. It's really funny because then the rest of the satellite just blows up behind the the, the, the mouth. I love the shot of them crashing the spaceship into the Acme headquarters (laughs) and the way they're walking out of the spaceship, Bugs and Daffy, like it's Independence Day or something. I love that. And then Bugs leaning over to Daffy and going, I. I think we scratched it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, holy shit. Bugs is the best.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Ow, oh, area 52. <laughs> Screwball. <laughs> it wraps up from
1: there, yeah.
0: Like... No, no, hold on, no, you can't skirt past a few things. Like, number one, like, yeah, father and son are reunited. You know, mm-hmm. we got the blue monkey back. There's not going to be any, like, double homicide capitalism. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's not going to be any of that. I don't remember if he and Kate actually end up together or not. They made a joke about it. But oh, no, when when she's shaking Damien Drake's hand.
1: Oh, Dad, this is Kate. Kate, this is um, Damien Drake.
0: I'm a really big fan oh. of your son. <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right. And then like, Bugs
2: and Daffy are behind them and Bugs is like, hey. You achieved your goal of being a hero. Yep, but you didn't achieve your goal of getting me back in your stupid movie, Uh aha! That's a That's it, Remind me to get a new agent, will you? And we learn that we've been shooting the
0: movie this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the most random last second thing. I know. But it's Looney Tunes, baby. What else did I expect? This movie has already been so GD meta. DJ encountering. Brendan Fraser? Okay, no. <laughs> this is my favorite joke of the movie because he's already characterized Brendan Fraser, I'm using air quotes mm, yeah. as being a difficult to work with jerk who got him fired for being too good at his job. Yeah. Say, you remember me? I uh threatened your manliness and you got me fired. Oh, I know you. Do I know him? You must be someone that I got fired. See, I get a lot of people fired. Uh (laughs) You'll be good now. So like I said. And then he punches himself in the face. Yes. (laughs) He punches his likeness in the face. That's the last thing that happens. Uh, guys I love that movie it's so stupid and silly it is it's the meta I know it's the meta of it all the jokes about filmmaking and and it's it's, Daffy and Bugs really do make it for me like (laughs) all of their side comments it's you and me it is you know like okay but who's who (sighs) (laughs) <sighs> <laughs> I think that's interchangeable. Okay, I could see I, I, that as abs- well. I don't think that either one of us is more Daffy than the other. We're both definitely capable of Daffy energy. But, yeah, no, <laughs> totally. And then the other is just always the Bugs in that situation. Yeah, it, dep- it depends on who's who's matching who. Like, someone's freaking out, that's the Daffy, yeah. and then the other person standing off to the side like Bugs, like, Are you done? I would say you tend to Daffy first. Uh Uh-huh. And then when I Daffy, you bugs. Exactly. And then when you Daffy again, I bugs again. You know? (laughs) It's a give and take. But yeah, guys, there's, again, there is not a lot to extrapolate from that it's title. Not, it's literally just Looney Tunes does all the major film genres. And Ross was just so, just so rarin' to get this out of the way. I had to share it with y'all. I had to share it with y'all. Or curse us all with it. It depends <laughs> on how much you like the movie. Like, and again, it was better than I remembered. <laughs> but, but it's still, it's still bad. It's and we so, all know it. It's so, it cha- lost $12 million. It's so chaotically paced. I'm like, Wait, we're here now. What? Yeah. What? Like it's it gives you like cinematic whiplash. I know. And and then like yeah, there's nothing for it though. It's tunes. Yeah. No. What are you gonna do? I'm sorry. It will always be good because tunes and Brendan Fraser. You know, if you thought this week was a mess, you don't even know what kind of mess is headed your way for my final birthday month selection. I actually do know what's headed my way. Y'all don't know, but I know. Yeah. When I tell you, I have got a bee in my bonnet about this. (laughs) Guys, we're going to be talking about one of the most wild allowances in cinema. Has ever existed or will ever exist. The very mesh of the American comedian uh, with the very, the very stylistic Pixar Overtones. The you Easy. We're going to be covering as my final birthday month selection, mostly to make Carrie-An and myself hyperventilate. <laughs> the 2007 computer-animated comedy from DreamWorks Animation B movie you guys want to listen to Jerry Seinfeld say so you like jazz as a bee? <laughs> not the bee falling in love with Renee Zellweger okay. a woman i j- guys there is so much that, to unpack that tiktok where it's fuck mary kill and she's <laughs> down to her last option and it's Barry Benson from <laughs> from Bee Movie not the i can i can't kill him <laughs> you're gonna fuck the bee <laughs> (laughs) so look out for that next week guys in the meantime you can go follow us on twitter at kick and stream k-i-c-k-n s-t-r-e-a-m you can write the show at kicking and streaming podcast at gmail.com that's with an and not an ampersand and don't forget folks please be practicing the three r's rate, review, and retweet rate, review, retweet folks come see what all the buzz is about oh oh I know oh it's my birthday next week guys I can't fire him I can't fire him it's my birthday on Sunday so (laughs) B movie will come out the day after for my birthday but <laughs> it's okay oh my god more quality content coming to you from kicking and screaming until then i'm carrie i'm ross and as always sorry mom,
1: mom.